Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's get ready to rumble! Hey there! Do you like films? Do you like wrestling from the 2000s? Do you want to see a film about wrestling from the 2000s? Well, WrestleTalk are hosting a special screening of Ready to Rumble for its 19th anniversary at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square on May 7th, 2019. Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! Myself, Ollie Davis, Luke Owen, Laurie Blake, Randy Andy Dat. Some Pequenel and maybe a few other surprises will be in attendance for a meet and greet before the film. And then stick around after the screening for a special Wrestle Ramble podcast recording where we'll talk in depth about David Arquette winning the WCW Championship to promote the film and what it did for the wrestling industry. Would that be raw sewage I'm smelling? They kind of always like that smell. If you've not seen Ready to Rumble before, come see the sports entertainment epic that Detroit News said manages to insult not only pro wrestlers, but also their fans. Brittany, let's go out again. We'll talk about me and you. Dude, the Matt-based masterpiece the New York Post called a toilet humor farce proud of its own crudeness. Your sister shot her first perp today. That's nice, Gammy. And if that doesn't tempt you, the Orlando Sentinel said of this barn burner brilliance, yes, film fans, there is a new worst movie of all time. Any match, any time. The Steel Cage. Steel Cage wins. No, so come see Shut up, Randy! Shut up, you're not part of this! So come see Ready to Rumble at the Prince Charles Cinema on May 7th with your friends at Wrestle Talk. Tickets are available now. Support WrestleTalk! Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by Pete Quinnell. Hello. Hey Pete. Hi. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. You? Very, very well, thank you. It's the first time we've actually been... We haven't done a podcast together for a while. No, not for a good few weeks. But it's certainly the first one that we've been recording since you became a full-time member of the of the I think it's Smackdown Smack- roster for a second. <laughs> the Smackdown then. roster. Of the Smackdown roster <laughs> of the WrestleTalk <laughs> roster. Yay! Yeah, that was... That was a moment, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. oh, uh, my wife said she moment. nearly cried on the tube oh, uh, when she heard. Bless her. So did I. I nearly <laughs> cried too. <laughs> it was such a great moment. Because yeah. oh, Ollie didn't tell me that he was going to call you. I know, yeah. It was really cool, it was, man. That was, it was something else because I was just sitting on the sofa at my friend's place and Michelle and I were having a chat. Hmm. And I said, just so you know, Ollie's going to call me in a little bit. 
Um, Because he said he wants to talk about some stream stuff or something. I don't know. And she was like, okay, sure. Yeah, no worries. Um, then as he called me, we were just sitting there and she could hear him down the phone. She's like, just wonder if you want to start full time. I got up and ran to the kitchen because I didn't know what else to do. I just got up and just, <laughs> I had so much energy. I was like, ah, I just need to go somewhere. So I just ran to the kitchen and Michelle screamed, which you heard on the stream. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Something else. It was great. It man. was awesome. Congratulations yeah. well, thank to you, you yeah. sir. Uh, it's very nice to have you on board. You're going to be here full time as of Monday. Is that the plan? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but it's soon. soon. Soon, sometime. It's sometime Whenever soon. I can move. Basically. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you've got you've got some travel arrangements I do, that need to be sorted yeah. out. I don't want you getting mega bus every day. <laughs> um, Not about that life. <laughs> um, I wanted to see if get you to weigh in on a conversation that we had a little while back on this, okay. on this podcast uh, because we've had an email in about it as well okay. um, about urinal gates. Uh, <laughs> All right, okay. Um, okay. If you're new to this podcast, Ollie thought it was weird that um, we have two urinals in our office um, uh, bathroom, and I used one of them while he was using it, and he thought that was weird. And not I, the same one. No, and <laughs> the I, well, other exactly. One. I used the other one. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, there's no other ones for me to use. I have to use this one." But he yeah. thought it was weird. Where do you stand on the situation? Uh, I stand that if there are other options, don't stand next to a person. But if there's only two and one's being used, use the other one because there's nowhere else to go. Well, this one comes in from Andrew Holmes that says, "Hello, Luke, fake door chopper, but not Andy ever. Andy, the amount of me not saying hello to Andy is even beyond my comprehension. I'm the one writing this." <laughs> As a few months ago, you started talking about bathroom gates, and I recently encountered this. Where does one do when? Uh, what does one do when they encounter this? And I want you to oh, explain what's in this image here. Oh my. Mm. I don't know about that. So it is a two urinal setup. However, the two <sighs> urinals are together. Yeah. So it's not but not like a trough. Not like a urinal trough. No. This is it's like in a triangle formation. <laughs> yeah. So you would be standing on two sides of it. Yeah, so you'd be standing. Yeah, if you imagine a triangle, yeah. you're standing on two not the bottom not the bottom yeah. bit. You'd be standing on the two side bits. The two sides of the triangle. So facing the, each other. Yeah, the the bottom side of the triangle is the wall. Yes. And then the two sides coming out of it are the urinal sides. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So, no. what would you do in that scenario? I if don't that was like your that. only option. <laughs> I'd, I'd come back another time. Like, no, I'm not having that. Although I've seen these before because um, in... Uh, actually, what's even worse? Just looking at this photo there, the uh -huh. flush is only on the left-hand side. Oh, no. You'd have to reach across <laughs> the flush on the other side. No. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, in no. Reading Town Centre, late at night, they have these toilets that rise out of the ground. I'm not even kidding. Like uh, uh, during the daytime, they're not there. Then right. at night, they're there, That's and they're just weird. in the ground. Okay. And at a certain hour, they will essentially just be risen up, so people won't piss in the streets. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a nice idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Reading's a very classy place. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your plans for uh, your the bank holiday weekends? I am going to relax um, because I am leaving my other job mm -hmm. because now obviously I'm going to be starting full time here soon. Uh, so uh, Sunday will be the first day off that I've had in ages. Nice. Uh, because obviously I was doing here part time and my other job part time. And the only other time I had was traveling between Newcastle and London. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sunday, uh, we're going to be going around to uh, my future in-laws place uh, and they're making us a big sunday dinner nice i cannot wait for Lovely. because uh, my future mother-in-law is a fantastic cook and she does amazing food so can't wait for that 
Uh, and then we're going to have a relaxation day of just... I think we're going to push our two sofas together and get every blanket we own <laughs> and just shove them all on, on there, grab snacks, watch some films, and just chill out, and it's going to be great. Excellent. MCU marathon time. Oh, yes. Um, we had this email coming from uh, Abraham. I'm going to guess. I do apologize if I said that wrong. It says, hey, guys, I just wanted to, This is on the Lars Sullivan discussion because we say right. Lars Sullivan's a big dude, and apparently yes, the people, people have taken like umbrage to that. being like, it's not that big. Because he's, he's like, because he's six foot two. He's I mean, he's big. tall compared to you because you're everyone's like big four compared foot to 11. me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm five foot ten, so he's he's still taller than me. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he's um, wide. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh. So he says, "Hey guys, just want to say the last element is six foot three and three hundred and thirty pounds, whereas Braun is six foot eight and three hundred and eighty-five pounds. Mm-hmm. I've looked up most of the giants in WWE that I can think of, and Lars is quite small. The only argument I can see is his body shape. He has huge shoulder-to-shoulder length, which is thirty-six inches or three foot." <laughs> That's like me across yeah. his shoulders. Yeah, that's why we say he's big. He's a, he's a Jack Kirby drawing come to life. Yeah. He just looks like a. He might not be the tallest lad. He might not be the heaviest, but he looks ginormous yeah. because of the way his body is proportioned. Exactly. It's just his presence that he has looks so much bigger than he actually is. He can. He makes himself seem bigger yes. somehow. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's um, see if we've got any rest talk. Get betters. Um, let's get into the main portion of the show. Uh, this is the NXT review, and we're going to be talking about Velveteen Dream's next challenger, the NXT North American Championship. Here's the show. The show kicked off with the North American Championship match between Velveteen Dream and Buddy Murphy, which was absolutely excellent. It was. Really, really, really great stuff. And then later in the show, we'll talk about this more in, in full in a bit. And then later on in the show, we uh, found out that uh, Dominic Dijakovic is going to be in action later on, which ended up being against Aaron Fry, or as I've written first, Aaron Rye. <laughs> they said the name. And it Someone. They said the name, and it took them ages to put a graphic up. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think they said Aaron Rye, but I, I, I don't really know. Oh, it's Aaron Fry, okay. And this was one move. This was the discus big boot, Mm -hmm. laid him out, one, two, three, made Dijak look awesome. Yeah, he looked like an absolute dominating force, which is, I think Mauro said that on commentary, he said you should call him dominant Dijakovic. Very good, Mauro. Classic, classic Mauro. Um, And I like that he grabbed the microphone and some of the crowd started chanting for Keith Lee, which Mm -hmm. says that that feud is still kind of over, despite the fact it's been on hold now for like five or six weeks or so. It's been a while since we had that match between the two of them. Mm. I think it shows that people still want to see that big kind of blow-off match. That's it, yeah. That thing that we thought we might get a takeover, which they haven't done. Yeah, it was unfortunate because Keith Lee got injured, so they couldn't do the match there. Exactly. It feels like they've just been teasing it forever now. They keep saying, it'll be next week. I, I mean, next week. <laughs> oh, just, no, no, I meant the week after yeah, next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll come eventually, maybe. It will eventually Hopefully. happen. Um, and he then cut a promo, which I thought was a bit silly. It was very silly. <laughs> I didn't like this promo at all. No, it was a bit weird. Just saying how his family came over and took the opportunity to come to the United States. And then that opportunity runs through his veins and he sees opportunity now and the opportunity is the NXT North American Championship it's like that was a really convoluted way yeah. to say you want to challenge Dream at some point like and I'm, I'm going to defer to Datsun on this one although you might be able to help us out here as right. well as from WrestleTalk.com of course mm-hmm. he um didn't he have something with his Twitter account recently he did so he deleted his Twitter account after he posted I don't actually remember what the tweet was but it was something quite kind of white supremacist I think that's his 
I think that is that supposed to be his character. Well, now? that's what well, that's what I was wondering because this had almost that feel about it being like that i uh, you know my family took a you know a huge risk to come over here and we are gonna I, i'm gonna use this opportunity to the best of my advantage as a proud american and i feel that you who are born here are not taking advantage of that it's kind of like the feel i got from this yeah it was a bit weird he didn't say that like kind of on the nose no it, but... was, it wasn't very much oh by the way i am a racist <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> but it was implied a little bit because you could take it in the way of well he's a guy who's come over here and he's making the most of his opportunity and that's surface level that is it but there was kind of the undertone that made you feel a little bit uneasy on the side of it so i i don't know what they're doing with it yeah because he tagged donald trump on the tweet i think if i remember correctly and things like that so it feels very much that that maybe that's what they were going for, but it's kind of backfired on them. So they're just going to like rein back in on that now and be like, hey, I mean, you could have read that from this promo if you wanted to, but that's on you. Hey, man, you're the racist, really, for putting that on the tweet and the promo. Um, but see, I don't think it was a particularly good promo, but him calling out Velveteen Dream and looking to get that North American championship. The, I think that's really cool. And it's a good way to elevate Dijak, Dijakovic mm-hmm. above just coming out and having these sort of squash matches. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a match that people will be invested in to see. If they're already looking to have that Dijakovic-Lee match, which they haven't got yet uh, because of Lee's injury, I think a suitable replacement for that <laughs> and one that can elevate Dijakovic in the meantime is going against Dream. But I also, um, I would add into that as well, now that... Keats back and fit and healthy, mm-hmm. or at least I, b- I believe he is anyway. He can then step out and be like, Hey there, man, like you and I have unfinished business. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of use that match there as a setup to crown a new number one contender. Yeah. It gives the match a little bit of stake to it. And yeah, and then it'd be, you could almost then possibly even set it up into a three way match between Dream. Dijakovic and Keith Lee. Mm, that's that's what was, that was going to be my next point, was that obviously this didn't set up a definitive match or anything for the North American Championship, so it still leaves it open for Lee to make a return to insert himself into the feud or for them to add other people into it, make it like a huge multi-man thing for the next takeover or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it could That'd be, be a great could, match. Yeah, I think it could be. It, even if they did like a you know like another multi-man ladder match like they did for the original North American Championship and they had, you know, they had obviously Dream... Maybe, like, Buddy Murphy comes back again because he did well, didn't he? Did he did well. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice SmackDown edit. guy now. He's, he's, up, a, he's, he's on that main guy. roster money anymore. He's, got, he's mm. on that main roster moolah. Um, but then you have Dijakovic and Lee, and then maybe throw in, like, a Roderick Strong or something like that. You know, some mm-hmm. other people that have been floating around. Yeah. Um, I think they could make for another absolutely classic match. I think um, I love the idea of a three-way, only because you can tie that into the story they were telling with Dream during the Riddle match, which is that Dream didn't win that match. He survived that match. You know, he he got out of that by the skin of his teeth. Mm-hmm. And then you put him into this ring with these two monsters in Dominic Dijakovic and Keith Lee, who are just going to batter each other and throw him around. And yet he still comes out the winner. I think that'd be a really like, and his celebration at the end of that would be absolutely marvelous. It kind of would remind me somewhat, if this is the route they do go down, of Crash Holly in 2000 when he was the hardcore champion. He was the Houdini of hardcore, which was just that, hey, he was always in the ring with bigger dudes. And 
somehow, some way, he would still be hardcore champion by the end. He might lose that belt 20 times in that night, <laughs> but he would still end off the show as the hardcore champion, the Houdini of hardcore. Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, that could really work. You, you've sold me on that on that three-way idea now. Because um, I think it, it makes sense as well for their their own feud of Dijakovic and Lee to kind of uh, spill out and take over the entire match for Dream to just be like, Okay, you guys, you guys do your thing. I'm exactly, just going to yeah. chill here for a bit. I'm going to let King uh, Kong and Godzilla batter each other, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and exactly. then I'm just going to pick apart the carcass. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that could definitely work. Um, I'm not sure where the rest of kind of the whole roster fits into it, because obviously we've got this other, as we saw later on in the show, we've got this whole feud between Gargano and Cole slash dissension with Strong and stuff like that. I'm not so, into that so not really. No. Me neither, but um <laughs> so if like say for example this leads to like strong's excommunication perhaps he could be inserted in this kind of picture or maybe that's the next step after they have this three-way the next feud for them after lee and dodge coach go off and do their thing you can have uh dream and strong for the north american title some of that there's lots of good possibilities in the future and i'm i'm excited for the, yeah. the north american championship picture for it, sure. they've got such a strong roster of guys there and it's also it kind of it helps Matt Riddle not be stuck in that picture. I don't want to say stuck in that picture because that makes it sound like it's a real negative and I, and I really don't mean that as negative because I think that the, the North American Championship holds so much water and value than both the US and the IC belts on the oh, main God, roster. Oh, God, so much more, yeah. It just feel like main fodder, you know, main, main roster fodder, basically. Yeah. Whereas the, the North American Championship feels like a belt that means something if you win it. Although it's been hot potatoed around a little bit this year already, I'd argue that it still feels like a, a legit belt that people mm-hmm. do want to go for. Absolutely. But... Matt Riddle, I feel, is someone who should be in that main event scene. He needs to be in there with the Garganos and the Coles and, and, and everyone else in that main event scene. And you can then use this North American Championship match of Dream uh, with Lee and Dijakovic to then elevate Lee and Dijakovic into that main event scene as well. Or give one of them the belts. You mean, yeah. yeah. I'm going with this sort of like Houdini of hardcore gimmick for for Dream, but yeah, one of them could win the belt. Yeah, and I think exactly. it would do wonders for both of them. Absolutely, yeah. I, l- like you said, the title carries so much weight behind it that something that the IC and the US Championships never really seem to do is make you excited for those matches in the future. They've had good like US and IC title matches on the main roster, but you can guarantee that the North American Championship match is going to be a really bloody good match. Yeah. And they always give you that. And they don't give you someone that you're not particularly invested in or someone who's like a you know like a fluke victory kind of thing or like roll ups or stuff like that. They always get well, I say that. Dream versus riddle roll up. But it was part of the story. You get what I mean. Well that, yeah not, no, you're right though. That was part of the story up. of the match. Exactly, yeah. It was a story that they played into it. So something that you can guarantee is that the North American championship is always going to be a strong focal point of the show surrounded by this massive horde of talent yeah um as opposed to throwaway kind of jobbers yeah and it's um, like, i think as well joe with the us belt has been really good yeah. like I, I really i think it's a perfect fit for him i think he needed it after that aj feud which mm-hmm. I, I would argue derailed some of his momentum absolutely yeah. only because the feud went on for too long yeah like that went on for about two months too long really they didn't need to be feuding for four months um but the problem is, since he's won the belt, is he's been, he's been pinned a lot. Like yeah. He, he became just, every single week, just like, oh, he's been rolled up, he's been rolled up, he's been rolled up. He just kept getting pinned. Until <laughs> he finally, like, destroyed Mysterio at WrestleMania. I know, <laughs> yeah. Which, I know some people have bashed that match at WrestleMania. I think you guys did, maybe. Well, um, only because it went uh, so short and I was really excited for right, it. <laughs> yeah, but I think it worked so well. He came out in trouble and I was like, 
oh, Joe's still a monster. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a huge fan of Joe. And there's only so many times you can roll them up and then him go afterwards. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you got, got me! me? Um, yeah, and that's the kind of thing that you never see with the North America Championship because it's a prestigious belt that they care about, which yeah. is great. It is great. Yeah. So let's talk about the first match uh, that came in there as well, which was Velveteen Dream versus Buddy Murphy. Mm. I did get a tweet from someone after the after SmackDown. They tweeted me saying like, well, I mean, at least the matches on this week's NXT don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true because the two title matches they had here were... Buddy Murphy going for the North American Championship. SmackDown's newest star, uh, Buddy Murphy. And the main mm-hmm. event was Kyrie Sane. SmackDown's newest star, Kyrie <laughs> Sane, going yeah. for the Women's Championship. You're like, well, cool. We know they're not winning. <laughs> yep. But I don't think that particularly hurt this match. No. Because this this was a really, really... Buddy Murphy was absolutely incredible. <laughs> the- is this news anymore? Buddy Murphy has a really good match. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, That's what he does now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he is... He is an incredible talent, and I'm very happy he's gone to SmackDown or not Raw. Yeah, that makes me very, very happy. Yeah, Ollie and I the the weekend ramble is us ranking the the superstar shakeup mm-hmm. picks the draft, um, and Buddy Murphy's very high. Yeah, up on the <laughs> because yeah, like, I think he's someone with so much promise that he can easily slot into that icy picture with Finn mm-hmm. Balor and possibly even Chad Gable and things like that. Uh, and then possibly if he can get over enough, which I think he can do, he could feel like a legit challenger to the WWE Championship. Yeah. And to be honest, with Kofi winning the WWE Championship, <laughs> suddenly it feels like, well, oh, bloody anyone can win yeah, it then. Anyone, let's go. Because all he's got to do is just get some momentum. Exactly, yeah. And and you're on your way. Yeah. That's all it takes is for the crowd to get solidly behind someone or solidly against someone. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you could be in that title picture. Absolutely. And for someone like Buddy Murphy, he can get that because he has that kind of in-ring talent that people will draw themselves to if you give him that opportunity. Because that's what happened with Kofi in the gauntlet match was you got behind his story through the gauntlet match. And that one match just turn everyone go i love kofi now yeah so if you just do a similar thing with murphy obviously it won't quite work because he's not a face uh but if you do something similar where he gets to showcase his talent and manages to get people uh invested in his kind of matches in that kind of same vein that they do on smackdown with slightly better storytelling than raw there's something in him yeah there really is something to him like he could really he could be something big but let's not let's not uh downplay Velveteen Dream in this Ooh, match. Oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> Dream was, he's so quick. Yeah. So when I was watching this, there's a moment when, like, as Murphy gets started really, really fast on this. And, like, he, like, Dream hits this desperation super kick, but he makes this big comeback, including, like, going up to the top rope, hitting the double axe handle. Then before you know it, he's on the other turnbuckle <laughs> doing another double axe handle to the floor. He's so incredibly quick. And yeah. I loved Loved, loved the finisher of this match. Uh, the mm. finish of this match, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it was so good. So, so cool because Buddy Murphy is on the outside and he hits a running knee strike on the apron. <laughs> and Dream, I, he he missed at he it. Ju- he, like, he died. Yeah, he just he, straight up. Just, just hit the deck and you're like, oh, he's out. <laughs> so Buddy yep. Murphy then can't lift him up because he's essentially dead weight. And, he's, and the referee's counting and Buddy Murphy's like panicking. Runs into the ring, breaks up the count, and then he finally gets in. But there was that momentary... It, it gave Dream just enough time to recover, play a little bit of possum, hit the Famouser through the rope, uh, Dream Valley Driver and the Purple Rainmaker to retain. Loved, loved, loved that finish. Uh, yeah. And I thought it was an effing great match. Yes, it was brilliant. It and was, yeah. watch it. 
yeah, it's yeah, good. absolutely, yeah. If, it's if you good. Do, if you only watch the the Wrestle Rambles to get the reviews, and you're like, oh, which matches should I check out? This match right here. Yep. I would say probably <laughs> this match would be the only match you need to check out on this week's show. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, it's well worth going out of your way to see. Absolutely. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of that, Luke Harper versus Dijakovic as well from the World Collide Tournament. Mm. Uh, I have yet to see it, but I'm 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 going to watch it. I'm going to try and watch it tomorrow because I've got a bit of free time because it's Bank Holiday Friday mm-hmm. tomorrow. And although I'm here. I'm on my own, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not being asked to do other things. So, <laughs> so I might have some time to be able to People watch can you finally leave you alone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite. I mean, I've been recording pretty much non-stop since I got in. Yeah, that's true. I did the news. Yeah. We played Smash Brothers for, for Laurie's news. Uh, Ollie and I recorded Saturday's Ramble. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing this. You and I have got to do a podcast after this. <laughs> yeah. And then Ollie and I have got to record some more stuff. Uh, for our Patreon backers. At um, some point, you've got to go home, I guess. Well, I, uh, you stay here till tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I did say to my wife today, I was like, oh, I'm not coming home like on time. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be home at a ludicrous house. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you want to get your name shouted out in the Wrestle Ramble, all you've got to do is become one of our awesome Pledge Hammers on Patreon at the $25 and above level, and you can get your name said by us cool people, and you get a cool wrestling nickname, like this man, Michael Plowman. That's his name. That name again is Michael Plowman. Woo! Mr. Plow! Mr. Plow! Yo, Adrian! Rocky! Woohoo! Yes! Nice! Naughty Nathan Lamont Collins. Yeah! He's naughty! Uh, He quit the band Mike Solo Man! Solo Man! 
She should be so lucky, Kylie Downey. Oh, lucky, lucky, lucky. Lucky. Shaun of the Dead, Peril. Shaun of the Dead, great film. Recently great celebrated film. an anniversary. The Real Boss, Matt Robinson. He's a real boss. Real boss. Real, real one. None realer than him. Dat Boy, Alex Fenton. His name, not the Fenton. one we gave him. Dat Boy. Fenton. Join him, John Ioya. Iowa. 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 Funny that we were just talking about that. Iowa. Iowa. Uh, the Rocket, Dan Van Sky. Dan Van Sky. Very nice. Woo. The chairman of the board, Jepersonen. Jepersonen. He's one of my biggest fans. One of our longest standing pledge hammers. That's amazing. Great and everyone's and spe- favorite. Speaking of long standing. The mayor of Painesville, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Woo. Dan, my boy. Big Dan. Uh, Randall Keith Datsun, um, can we have some super chats, please? You can. Super, super, super there chats. Are eight. Nice. Uh, <laughs> A so nice specific number. Micah Williams, who's donated and asks, what do you think will happen to Jason Jordan? Slightly off topic. Um, I mean... Well, the word is he's retired. Yes. he's He quietly has retired. He still, like, I think this is what Meltzer was reporting. He still wants to wrestle, but his back injury or the injury that he had, I can't remember quite when the injury was. I think it was in, something to do with his neck. Yeah, it was, yeah it, it was. And it was bad. reportedly way worse than everyone had thought it was. And he's yet yeah, quietly retired and is already kind of moved into a backstage role mm-hmm. and is just sort of working as a producer. You can even see him during like the, when Roman Reigns came back, like he's just there in a suit hugging people. Um, so, yeah, so I believe that's, that's what's next for Jason Jordan is a steady paycheck. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Trickett has donated, not a question, but just to say... In work at the moment, enjoy my money. Hashtag support wrestle talk. Thank you very much Lovely. for watching. That just uh, seriously, anyone who's watching, thank you for watching. Yeah. Chris Please. Merriman, you may have heard Yay! of him. Uh, yeah. Would you be down to see the Kevin Owens slash Johnny Gargano team, Panda Express, from the Indies that never came to be on the main that never came to be on the main roster in the future? Yeah, yeah. I mean Sure. Uh, sure. Abs- absolutely why not? Like Johnny Gargano is do I want to say he's the best wrestler that WWE has? I it's mean, a, it's a bold claim, but it's not. It's Alicia not one Fox. that I just go. What? No way! I was that's say, like a. Mm, is he? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I, I was going to say it, then stop myself to be like, oh, is he? <laughs> then the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, I think he might be. <laughs> like he he might be the best wrestler WWE has. He's certainly the most consistent of like. Yeah. And that consistent is five star matches, which yeah, I true. Think he might be like, if not the, then one of the he's, best. He, I think he's definitely the best storyteller, oh, in ring yeah. storyteller, out of anyone in the company. Yeah. Easily, That's right, possibly in the world. <laughs> and um, and him with Kevin Owens would be great. Yeah. I think they, they'd have some, I think a they, lot of fun. They'd play off each other so well. Yeah. I think so maybe. yeah. One of our most frequent uh, super chatters, jobber.jj496, says simply, what next for Riddle? Yeah, that's an interesting, interesting. one because um, clearly they're still doing some stuff with Gargano versus the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. And if you're not putting Riddle back into that North American Championship picture, then he's not going into the NXT Championship picture either. Yep. So I'd kind of like to see him get into like a... a singular feud maybe a number one contendership feud for the mm-hmm. nxt championship 
Who would that be against? That was going to be my question to you, is who, yeah. who would that be against? Uh, let's uh, have a look, see if we can find who the... Kona Reeves. No, it's not against Tesco's not, finest. Not Kona Reeves. I mean, list of WWE personnel. My favourite Wikipedia page. That is beautiful. You have to scroll down quite far to get to NXT. Uh, yeah. It's got hyperlinks. I can use those. Who have we got? Damien Priest, which is oh, yeah. uh, Punishment is Martinez. Punishment Martinez is a new name, yeah. So that'd be pretty good if he was to return. Jackson Riker's not a bad shout. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. there's someone. He's clearly someone they've got a lot of high hopes for. Mm-hmm. So... I, I mean, think, yeah, putting him into that role wouldn't be the worst. Yeah, thing. and Riddle could definitely get a good match out of him. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. So. Well, actually, I think Jackson's really, really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's you're right. He's not like, been him, quite used right yet. He's just been doing squash matches. Exactly. And staring yeah. intently into the camera. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think those are kind of like your big names currently, because as Datsun like, teased, it's not going to be Tesco's finest Kona Reeves. It's not going to be Riddick Moss. No. Constant NXT lifer, Riddick Sabatelli. Moss. Yeah, well, that's it. It'll be Tito Sabatelli. <laughs> there forever. Um, yeah, so maybe it will be that. Actually, it almost feels like we need to... Uh, I don't want to say a new influx of NXT guys, but we need a new influx of main eventers. Because mm-hmm. they've lost Ricochet, they've lost Alistair Black. Yep. And... Yeah, I think that Bo and Dallas. Champa, um, yeah, and Champa's out with an injury. Yep. Great shout! So, like, I think we need to get some. We need to start elevating some of these guys now. Well, hopefully, in the near future. Well, we we saw on the show that Kashida's coming in sooner rather than later, and two weeks I think they advertised. So, uh, I think I don't know what time he'd uh, what time you did that. I said the word time. I wasn't even going to say time. You just did the the motion. Um, I don't know where he'd kind of slot. I think. North American's a good place to start for him, although he could end up going a little bit higher. I don't know. I don't think he'd enter a feud in with Riddle, though, simply because I think they're both going to be faces. Yeah. But. Well, they have. So we had a report from someone who went to an NXT house show and he was tagging with Riddle. Oh, right. Okay. Like, as Kashid Bro. So. <laughs> Maybe what? that maybe that could be a direction Brashida. for him. Kashid, like, bro. Or yellow or, or Broshida. That's also very good. Broshida's so much better than yeah, Kashid, bro. bro. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't even know if it was Kashid, bro. I just came off the top of my head. But Broshida yeah. is so much better. Yeah, Broshida is much better. So um, maybe we could go with that and put them into a tag. Sure. Just like, almost like it's. I don't want to use this term as a as a derogatory, but to keep Riddle busy until yeah. we can get him into that North America and into that. NXT Championship picture. Keep the yep. plate spinning is a mm-hmm. better way to put it. Yeah. Or they could drop people down like Tyler Breeze or something like that, maybe. Um, not the worst shout. Micah, who asked the question earlier about Jason Jordan, just has donated again to say thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Apollo has donated. hasn't said anything, so I'll use that opportunity to say, I'm not Ollie. What? People still think, Ollie, why are you, why are you being so weird? And it's like, no, that's just me being normal. Um, Luke Graham. Luke Graham says, Riddle versus Lesnar, first night of SmackDown on Fox. That is not the worst idea I've ever heard. It's not the worst idea. It also won't happen. But, <laughs> hey, do you know what? Idea. No, do you know what? I think there could be something in that. Fox do want a more sp- uh, sports-like presentation. Okay. And how Sp- more sports-like could you be than essentially presenting a fake MMA fight on the first episode of SmackDown? And this is going to be a big thing for WWE. They're going to give the big money offer to Big Money Brock mm-hmm. like to try and get him to do it as like a special presentation match. It doesn't. It's not for like a title. It's not for Brock's career or anything like that. But Brock versus Riddle, first episode of SmackDown Shoot on fight. Fox. Oh yeah. Or maybe they'll do it like Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Guess who the next one's from, Luke? Is it Tomo? It's Tomo! So he says, uh, would you like to see Buddy, Buddy, Buddy Murphy be on both SmackDown and NXT? I would. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would. I, I'll be honest, there's like a, a litany of people I would like to see on both shows because yeah, that way you get them, like, the main roster exposure, but you also get them to have like the great matches that they can have down in NXT. Yeah. yeah. I, I would very much enjoy that, but it won't happen. Yeah. Because he's on SmackDown. Um, we've had a few more. That's not sad. That's a great show. I think, I think Buddy Murphy on SmackDown is going to be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said it was sad. I, I mean, like, sad that he's not on NXT because oh, okay. I want to see him on NXT. <laughs> uh, we've had a few more coming in. Uh, Kevin just says, Randy Danson is a bigger heel than Baron Corbin. Oh, that's not true at that's all. That's debatable. Well, I, I, I did tell him that I would never forgive his mother for giving birth to him. You are. I, why are you trying to heal things up Because on people keep calling me a heel. So, <laughs> so, so, you're, just, so you're just doing yeah, it. Yeah, fulfilling purposes. Hashtag WRWR pod. Yes, my boys. Says, are you coming to progress super strong style? I can sort of answer this. I think you might be for the first couple of days. I was going to, but then I got booked away for the weekend. <laughs> uh, so Louis uh, from the website is going to go and cover it for us. Yeah, um, he's going to be covering it live while there. But I might be there, yeah, because we've got tickets to go. Mm. But it's just I need to check my calendar to see if I'm actually available. I'm not sure. I'm not gonna be able to go for all three days. No, it's a wonderful, but, wonderful car. Oh, isn't it? Mm. Just I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be there on the Sunday though, because I think the Sunday has got the Walter Tra- uh, Trent Seven Champion versus Championship yeah. match. That sounds and, spicy. And I want to see O'Reilly there and my boy Chris Brooks. Um, so um, shout out to Kid Lycos as well mm. poor, bloke. poor bloke God yeah. he's had a rough old He's had a rough couple of Younger years Younger than Lycos. me I know yeah. man Yeah, Mental what, Where is Oh we haven't got his thing There he is Nice Poor old Lycos Retiring at the age of 22 yeah. Insane It is insane um, I went last year and it was Other than the uh, What's it called The Tyler Bate Walter match Still the best time of rest, live wrestling I've ever seen. Oh, was that or the, uh, the Hello Wembley show? Yeah. That Hello Wembley show was absolutely uh, insane. Brendan Reddy just donated. Uh, no Thank no message. Thank you very, very Thank much. You. Apollo who... Brandy should be much more enthusiastic when he reads oh, out those. Oh, Brendan things. Reddy? Yes, exactly. Oh, they just go like, hmm, he's just donated. Well, he's just donated with no question. Uh, what an idiot, Apollo, right? who did donate earlier with no message, has donated again with a message okay. to say, who's the best underutilized star in WWE? Andrade. Andrade is so underutilized and has done nothing for a year. I know people can argue that he had some stuff with Rey Mysterio, but it, it led to nothing. It led to out. Yeah, it was the beginnings of a feud <laughs> yeah. and it was never capitalized on. Exactly. I think he is the most underutilized star they have on that main roster. God, Andrade is such a good shout. I was trying to think of someone else, but Andrade is just better than all of them. That's why I answer first. Uh, <laughs> um... Micah Williams says, and I quote, did you see Brock Lina UFC fight he will do? Um, Brock Lesnar, I did not. Brock Lesnar fights. Sorry, Googling live on air. Um, oh, what, is it, what, have they announced the Daniel Cormier fight or is it just still like I haven't planned? seen that. Because I know that's what Dana White wants to do is offer him Cormier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard, always heard that was the plan and then sporadically I've also heard hey that plan's still to do the fight at yeah, some but point there's but nothing in the anything. news that says he's the, the fight's been confirmed no so I don't know okay um, Oblivious Kari says one free super chat you guys are great oh Aww, well, thank, thank you, you very much no you're great you're great <laughs> uh, and 
finally, Michael Montiel uh, just says, Andy, mess with Luke and Pete. Uh, <laughs> don't. How, would I, you, how would you do I, that? Exactly. I don't know how I'd do that, uh, but I, I, I'll do my best, Michael. I've only, shown, do that. I've only shown Randy how to use the broad functionalities yeah. of the program. So he cannot <laughs> mess things I up too much. keep this on me for the whole time, <laughs> but that won't be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. So that's that. Thank no one you wants very, that. very much. Thank you so, so much to anyone who's tuning in. And thank you so, so much for all of your soup, soup, super chats as well. Right. Well, let's talk about the show itself. We talked about the, um, uh, the, the first match. But mm. I didn't see NXT last week because I had the day off on Thursday mm. to try and catch up on sleep after I did. mania craziness. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you watched it. I um, did. Was that when they did this new opening with the Slipknot track? Yes. Okay. <laughs> And put this out on Front Street. Okay. I like the song. Okay. Think the song is very good. Yep. I'm I'm a you know I'm a hardcore I'm not a hardcore not fan. I used to be back in like 1999 2000, right, yeah. 2001. <laughs> like my uh, I used to do a paper round when I was 14, mm-hmm. and I uh, used to uh, because it was easier uh, while you're cycling. I had Iowa on cassette that I had recorded myself specifically with Left Solid. Behind at the start because if I listened to that album uh, up until Left Behind it, it would do basically cover my like, the, my whole paper round oh nice it was a good way for me to kind of time it uh, awesome. so I know when I was coming to the end of it class so big big fan of Slipknot yeah love the song think the song is great that start is so goofy <laughs> they're all singing it see that's what I said oh it's lame La- Laurie disagreed with me and, really? he, and he said he thought it was pretty cool and I was like no it looks really so dumb so lame <laughs> it's really it was Lame. I think it looks a bit lame to be honest. Yeah. When they when they stop doing that bit, yeah. and it's just action, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it's great. Perfect. It's great. Awesome. But, like, them but, all standing in a row and just like I'm like, oh mate, it makes no, you all look like dorks. It's not it's not great. Yeah. So I'm just gonna put that on front street. Yeah. I, I thought that it's a it's a cool song and eventually gets cool, but yep. man, them singing sounds I, and I'll right. say what I said last week. They should just go back to the original NXT song, which is Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria. Because it's great. It's not as good as Slipknot, though, is it? Let's be honest. Yeah, well, it's, it's better than good. the last one. And infinitely better. I hate that song so much. Infinitely better than any Raw and SmackDown theme ever. Um, Yeah. Although I've got to say, I didn't mind the Nickelback one. I always thought that was like was good and jaunty, wasn't it? I always quite like that one. Going out tonight! Yeah, it's good. Um, anyway, uh, so we had the uh, Velveteen Dream Buddy Murphy match, and then yeah. we got that video package for the WWE PC YouTube channel, which mm. uh, is such a good video. Really, it is. really great. Very heartfelt. Yeah, it really makes like me want to watch their video. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I find it funny that their uh, tag for it is This Is Real Life. It's like. So what is, are we watching? Is, 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 is nothing else real life? What, what are you talking about? Is this the real life? Is, <laughs> is this, this just, just fantasy? fantasy? Caught in a <laughs> landslide? No, no escape, escape from, from reality. reality. <laughs> um, so anyway, Street Profits were then doing their promos backstage. Um, I, I bloody love Street Profits. I've gone on record to say many, many times. I, th- I just think they're so... So charismatic. Montez Ford in particular is, he is dripping in charisma. He is. He's great. Mm-hmm. Future WWE champion Montez Ford. I'm, I'm putting my I'm putting my flag in the ground for that <laughs> one. Uh, and they're basically talking about how, you know, they're looking for opportunities. People are knocking on doors. They're literally going to go knock on a door. And they walk up to William Regal's office, knock on the door. And who should walk out? But the Viking experience. Wearing War Raiders t-shirts. Slash the War Raiders. <laughs> because I 
think there's still War Raiders in NXT. <laughs> yeah. Apart from when, weird. apart from when Nigel had to do that plug yep. towards the we end. He did the plug for him. <laughs> it's oh, like, it's you can almost see him going and. <sighs> The Viking, Viking experience, experience with their War Raiders t-shirts. Oh, God. And also, like, as well, because when Street Profits do their promos, they've got their music in the background. Yeah. And as soon as the War Raiders come out, music stops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they look at them looking... So- Even the fact that Hanson is wearing a flat cap. More like- He's wearing, like, a little army hat. He still looks so scary. I know, yeah. It's and they're just looking like these really intense. I just look at their championships and their shoulder looking like a complete badass. And they're like, hey, we hear what you've been saying. And next week, be careful what you wish for. And we'll they see you in the ring. And they walk away. Music starts again. Music starts <laughs> like, hey! Did you hear what they said? <laughs> Gosh, I thought, it was, awesome. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're getting uh, War Raiders. Sorry. No, no, no. War Raiders. I think that's right. I think they're still going to be the War Raiders um, in NXT. I don't know. Well, they have. They taped it. So they're going to yeah. have to be. Yeah, but they might just like do the ring announcer bit and dub it over. Oh, the Viking experience. Very, yeah, but they'd have to re-record the whole commentary as well. I mean, that's not out of the realms of possibility yeah, in they, all fairness. Yeah, they might. They I mean, might, they, they crazier well things might have happened. Absolutely. Uh, we then got another promo coming up next. This one comes from Johnny Gargano. He comes mm. out to say that he won the title. This is his first time uh, being in full sail since winning the belts at uh, TakeOver New York. Mm. And... Crowd reaction was great for it. it Huge was. pop when his music hits. And um, he walks out, uh, cutting this promo, and then the Undisputed Era come out with no Roderick Strong. Now, you might want to fill me in on the blanks with this one. What's, right. what's going on with the Undisputed Era and Roddy Strong? So there was a WWE.com exclusive uh, that pl- that uh, was played on last week's NXT that happened straight after NXT TakeOver in New York, uh, where the Undisputed Era were backstage, and you could see it was immediately after Cole versus Gargano. Mm. And uh, they were all kind of being like, oh, man, what happened? Whoa, that sucks. What happened? And, and then Cole was being really annoyed and just being like, oh, and just kind of shaking the other guys off and not really wanting to talk to him. And then at one point, he specifically turns around to Roddy and goes, hey, Roddy, what were you thinking about coming out and doing this, that, and the other? And Roddy's just like, the hell? Like, oh, right, we're, we're all part of this. Uh, and it turns out that Roddy was actually kind of the good guy because he initiated the whole thing. He distracted the ref, which allowed O'Reilly and Fish to get in and stop Cole from losing because he was already tapping. Yeah. Um, so, interesting little point. Uh, so, there was a little bit of dissension there. And then Cole turned and saw a cameraman filming and be like, hey, stop filming. And then it just like kind of cuts out okay. after that. So, there was a little bit of dissension between Cole and, and Roddy in particular. Which I think was carried on, on with this show. Mm, like, very much they, so. They came out without Roderick Strong. Yeah. And Cole's there cutting this promo and, you know, talking about how, hey, I beat you at TakeOver New York. I got the first pinfall. He's got a point. He has got a point. But yeah. then Gargano had an even better point. Two out of three falls, man. <laughs> yeah. Scoreboard red two to one. Yeah. Uh, I win. <laughs> I, I won. And I like how Cole realized he'd lost that fight. I just went, hey, shut up, man. Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then he uh, calls him, uh, Gargano says he's a, he's a crying baby. Yeah, so that, was a really that, was, that was a good line. line yeah. Challenge him to another match and says, I'm going to put more numbers up on that scoreboard. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. And then the Undisputed Era start to walk down to the ring. Who should attack Gargano from behind but Roderick Strong? Hey. Was it all a ruse? Was it all? And they do kind of play it up that it was a ruse. Yes, I they think it ha- was, yeah. Because they have this promo backstage with Kathy Kelly where Gar- he says, oh, Gargano ran, in- ran into one of our classic traps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, undisputed error. We're, We're so, so good. Smart. Yeah, hands and all that. And then, um, uh, but then Regal walks up and says that, I've decided that you are going to have a match next week with the Undisputed Era, but it's going to be Roderick Strong versus Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole has this look on his face that's just like, you 
dick. Yeah. But not to Regal, but to, he had the stubbornness face almost too strong and being like, yeah. dude's trying to take my spotlight. Exactly, yeah. I am not into this. No. I'm not in the sense of, I think it's a good story. Mm. And I think Roderick Strong being the one to break out of the group is a really, really good story. It's a great story, in fact. <clears throat> Just not now. No. Exactly. It's, oh, man. I don't want to see this foursome broke up. No. Absolutely not. No. Uh, me and Laurie discussed this at length last week, so I'll hit you with the bullet points. Please do. Um, but we came I only up with... in for the last 10 minutes <laughs> of the live stream. <laughs> we came up with an, seemingly an infinite amount of possibilities that they could take the story forward, and none of them are as good as just keeping them all together. <laughs> because they're just such a good foursome. Like, just keep them together. Yeah. It's just so much better. Like... We are saying that obviously this could lead to Cole being, uh, sorry, Strong being excommunicated from the group. This could be a way to have Cole excommunicated from the group because he gets too power crazy or whatever. I, think I like that even less. Yeah, I know. I, it's, I'm, he's going to be great on his own, sure. Um, or they could have just like the whole thing falls apart or Strong is in the bad books and then Marina Shafir comes and like repairs the wounds and that's how she gets inserted into Undisputed Era because that was a rumor. Or maybe Strong and Shafir form a tag team together after he comes. Like, I don't know, man. We were just like throwing ideas back Spitballing forth, ideas. Just, none of them. None of them are as good as just keeping them together. You have to spitball these ideas because WWE backed you into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do we get ourselves out of this? <laughs> Without as much damage. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Cole I'm was very annoyed. Cole was very annoyed about this. And Strong looked very happy. He's like, hey, guys, got a match against Kokona. That's just what we wanted, right? And Cole was just like... Yeah, but I wanted mm, the match. I want it my match. I, so. oh I, I, I'm hoping, and I'm putting a lot of faith into NXT here, which I think is warranted because yes. it is a company, it's a brand that has not done us wrong in the past. Mm-hmm. There have been a couple of things where I've been like, ah, I think that was fine. But there's never been anything on NXT where I've gone like, God, that was awful. God, that <laughs> yeah. was horrible. That yeah. was dreadful. What a terrible match that was. What a terrible presentation of this character. So I have got faith because you've got to have faith. It's mm. George Michael once. George Michael, put, yeah. As Limp Biscuit once eloquently covered. You've got to have faith. <laughs> and I, uh, I hope that this just leads to the four of them sticking together, coming out of this stronger on the other side, and we can get a proper... stronger on the other side. Nice, good one. <laughs> <laughs> win some titles, win some belts, and just be a really strong unit before they get called up to the main roster and become Sanity 2.0. Yeah. Not used on TV or whatever. Yeah. I want a a, a Roderick Strong year for Mm -hmm. Undisputed Era in 2019. I don't want them to just be losing and then split up or with... Nope, not into it. Not into it. Definitely not into it. Like, Like we said, it's a good story that they're telling. Great story. It's a great story and it works well and they're doing all these subtle little things and it's a good well-presented story. I just don't want that story to happen. (laughs) It's a good example. If you compare them to Evolution, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't watching at the time that Evolution was like really on top. I actually got back into wrestling via my uh, housemate at university in like January 2005, which New Year's Revolution, where uh, Batiste was in the uh, Elimination Chamber with Triple H when he was still part of the group. But I've gone back and watched all the pay-per-view since. The reason why I think the Randy Orton like split from Evolution works so well is because they were so well established and they'd won belts together and they were always winning all the time. So when they turned on Randy Orton, when Triple H turned on Randy, it was like, oh my god, what an absolute dick, you know, because he's meant to, you're meant to be the student and I'm always supposed to be the master. Mm-hmm. And I think that was told even better than with Batista when yeah. Batista then left in 2005 and he split away from the group. I just don't think it's the right time. That this group as a foursome doesn't feel established enough 
for one of them to be splintering off. Absolutely, yeah. They they need more time, and I, and me and Laura said this last week as well. We really need that undisputed moment of them holding all the titles. We need that to cement them as this fantastic, one of the best groups in NXT ever. Yeah, which they are which they deserve to have that kind of moment, even if it is literally a moment. For one night, they are all the champions, and then the next night, one of them loses one of them, or something like that. I say the next night. The next NXT show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just a moment to cement them as being like, this is the Undisputed Era. These are four people that are here to dominate NXT, and they've done so. Look at them. Aren't they great? And then after that, they can go lose the titles and be caught up to the main roster and whatever else. But they've had that moment to cement them as that group. Yeah, That's what they need. Completely agree. Uh, speaking of things that I also agree on, Kashida is coming into NXT and he got a video package here that showed him off being like, with his time, his time splitter gimmick. He's got time splitter still. Oh, I'm so chuffed to bits yeah. that he gets to still be Marty McFly in WWE. I, ju- I don't understand how it works. I, d- no, I don't get it. I have no idea. And when I look at it, I'm like, God, that, looks, that should be really goofy. Yeah. But I look at it. And I'm like, no, this is awesome. That's no, cool. This yeah, is really, really cool. Really cool. I, remember I went to a Rev Pro show. Uh, it was when they're doing their TV tapings when they're on. Oh, what channel were they on? Whichever channel it was. And um, yeah, Kushida was like one of the early matches on the card. Popping huge for Kushida. Oh, I love yeah, him. He's, he's great. great. Really, really great. Uh, then we got the Dominic Dijakovic versus Aaron Roy, question mark? Aaron Fry. Aaron Fry. Match. Uh, then we had the Undisputed Era promo that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a recap of the history of Baszler versus Zayn. And then we got another promo from Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne saying that Candice LeRae got lucky last week. Of course. Because they were too distracted because they'd been shopping all day. They're in New York. And- been too busy being bougie or whatever it is yeah that's in can you help us out is it bougie bougie that's it's Aaliyah's gimmick bougie. into into the microphone if you would if you like i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> well, bougie bougie or something like this we did we have talked about this on the podcast before yeah um, we I have can't, I can't and don't you listen to the wrestle rambles how are we spelling bougie i, don't know, I think it's b-o-u-j-e-e like bougie possibly or boozy bougie bougie all night long Either way, we are getting a tag match next week between uh, Bourne and Aaliyah versus Candice and a mystery partner. Mm. Uh, and we're also getting Gargano versus Roderick Strong. Oh, Kushida is going to be debuting in two weeks. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. Then we got Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane in the main event. Shayna's NXT Women's Championship was on the line. And Kyrie Sane's, this is her last opportunity at the belt. If she loses this match, then that's it. Yep. She cannot challenge ever again. And by the end of this match, I thought, there was more to this story that (laughs) appears to have been cut short because (laughs) Carousade's off to the main roster now. (laughs) Because this had an ambiguous ending. It did, yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. okay. Well, we'll get get into the ending in just a little bit. Have you got an answer for us? I have an answer for Bougie. Bougie! Uh, So this is what uh, refinery29.com says. Okay. Bad. Oh, here we go. Bad means good, like a badass or bad bitch. Being bad should be on your own 2017 vision board if it's not... Wait. What? This is on something else. Anyway. Okay, no, wait. I'll read the art then bit. Uh, Starless is bougie. The word is derived from bourgeois, an elite demographic defined by a need for luxury and material items. Good, good gimmick, Aaliyah. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a good gimmick. It's fine. It's, a, it's an absolutely fine gimmick. It's fine. I like how that I had to explain that bad means good. It's like, mate, it's yeah. not 1991. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're all aware of that now. That is so bad. Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> 
gnarly. I mean, has no one ever heard of Michael Jackson? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sure people have heard of him now, though. Yep. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> on to other things. Um, I loved how quick uh, Sane was out of the gates on this. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost... I, I'm, I'm looking to end this match early. Like, I'm going for yeah. insane elbows. I'm going for the spears. I'm doing things like that. I'm going to lock in the anchor. I thought it was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Hot opener. Really yeah, enjoyed it. it was class. Um, but eventually, like, they, they did some, you know, some good stuff here. Baszler, um, she dodged the Sergeant Kabuki Man elbow and Sane crashed into the barricade. And and I love this. This was my favorite moment of the match, though. It's a moment when Baszler hits a move and she gets, she covers Kairi Sane. But it's a really naff-looking pin. But... It totally made sense for her character because she knew Sane would kick out, and her kicking out would let her get her into a really mm-hmm. good submission move. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, such good character work. Oh, I loved love it. it. Yeah, love Baszler. Oh. Love Sane. Yeah, they're both amazing. This this, this was really really good. Um, uh, but that arm had really hurt Kyrie Sane, and uh, the the arm submission that she had her in, and the ref starts calling down for doctors. Io Shirai runs down. Mm-hmm. It's all this commotion, and then all of a sudden, Io gets in and calls the DQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane's last ever chance of winning the NXT Women's Championship, and Io Shirai caused a DQ. Yeah. I think it... And Kyrie Sane said, sail for the main roster. <laughs> Never to be spoken of again. <laughs> I'm sure it was all part of the plan. So, I like the story that they told. This is a very interesting first chapter of this story with Shirai and Sane. Don't think they're going to get a chance to tell any more chapters, but yeah. I think it was very intriguing because... Sane was on the floor on the next to the apron outside the ring, and the doctors come down. Baszler was in the ring, just kind of waiting. Um, and then Sane was obviously holding her arm, being very injured. And then while uh, the doctors and people were trying to get into Sane, Baszler grabbed her back into the ring because the other uh, Duke and Shafir mm-hmm. started messing with Shirai. Um, and then, so then she gets her in the ring, and she goes to do her stumpy arm thing yeah. that she does on the injured arm, and that's when Shirai's like, oh god, I can't let this happen, I need to save my friend, which is when she comes in and pushes Baszler out of the way. She doesn't do anything too physical, she doesn't hit her or anything, literally just pushes her out of the way, uh, which means that it causes the DQ, but it saves Sane, which is an interesting story beat, and we've seen it with things like uh, the Mustache Mountain Undisputed Era feud, when um, uh, Trent Seven... Uh, no, Tyler Bate threw in the towel. Tyler Bate threw in the towel, sorry, it was Trent Seven at the, the other one the that towel, went yeah. to go throw in the towel, but didn't. Um... Yeah, and he threw in the towel to save his teammate. And that's a, it's a nice dynamic between the two people. It's an unbreakable friendship that will never be broken, especially when Sane doesn't go on to SmackDown to team with anyone else. Well, that, weird, that's it, yeah, but because it's, it feels like they've been teasing this for a while now because mm-hmm. they had that moment where uh, Io Shirai got the... I can't remember what it was, but it was like a... a it was Io Shirai's to do. It was just before New York. And there was this look on Kyrie Sane's face that was just like, oh, I mean, you're my friend and everything, but... I want to win the belt. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I love you and everything, but I don't want you to win the yeah. belt because I want to win it. And then they had those moments during the matches as well. Exactly. So it's actually some really nice subtle storytelling, but it almost feels to be cut short now because <laughs> Sane's going off to the main roster. <laughs> yeah. So now, so now I, I think the direction they might take this is have Shirai be Baszler's next challenger and just kind of be like, 
try such a good friend to Sane, you know, saving her from that injury and stuff, and they'll just be like, yeah, but Sane's in the memory we don't need to focus on her anymore. But Shirai, such a good friend, yeah. and, you know, Baze has been tormenting her friends that we won't name, and <laughs> Shirai is just, you know, coming straight for that NXT Women's Championship. I think that's probably the way they're going to go. Yeah, I'd imagine so. But I don't think that's the way they wanted to go, yeah. necessarily. And it springs to mind... I would have thought Kyrie Sane coming up to the main roster for this year was like a done deal a while ago. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like we've been building to this for a while because she was in the Rumble, she was in the uh, WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. She's clearly been primed for a main roster spot for mm-hmm. some time now. Yeah. But this was taped last week. <laughs> yeah. So either we have all just been assuming that Sane's going up to the main roster and the reports that she's been going up to the main roster are wrong mm-hmm. and it's just been speculation, or... They knew she was going up to the main roster, but still wrote her into a storyline yeah. that's going to be cut short. Yeah. Unless, of course, she is going to stick around in NXT at the same time and still do some stuff there with, with Shirai and, and build up some stuff to there while also then tagging with Asuka on the main roster. So I don't know. But like I, I thought this was a really... It was such a good part of the story. Mm. As you say, because she caused the DQ to save her. Yeah. She didn't cause the DQ to be a knob. Yeah, she exactly. She caused it to, to, to help her because she was going to have her arm broken. Yeah. And afterwards, he had this amazing shot where... Duke and Shafir then just like woman handled her and like yep. forced her to watch as Baszler did the arm break yep. spot and she like was like crying. No! <laughs> it was great. It was absolutely awesome. Yeah. But it can't go anywhere. No, exactly. I don't. <laughs> or can I, it? The only thing I can think of is that's the way to write Sane off of NXT with like the arm next break. Week. Yeah, I know. The continuity doesn't match up at all, yeah, but I think right. in NXT's mind, that's a way to just be like, right, that's Sane done. She can miss some NXT shows because she's injured. We won't talk about SmackDown. Um, or like, or you can say, she can't manage an NXT schedule on top of her SmackDown obligations or whatever they want to say. So it's a way to just stop her being in storylines on NXT, and eventually they'll just kind of stop mentioning her and just she won't come back kind mm. of thing. Or... They could have it where they won't have Sane for a little bit. She'll just be on SmackDown. And then she could have like a surprise appearance at like Shirai's title match against Bezos, like a takeover or something. Do you know what? I was just about to pitch you that idea mm-hmm. of you build to Shirai versus Baszler, and then you have Io Shirai come out and then uh, as the challenger, and you've got Baszler standing there, there with Duke and Shafir, and then out comes Asuka and Io Shirai. And Kairi Sane, you mean? Sorry, yes, and, yeah. and, and yes, great, you're Kairi Sane. Yeah. As, like, the, the backup yeah. to go up against the, the Duke and Shafir. Uh-huh. And you have that as That'd a big class. crowning moment. You keep it as a surprise for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you just have it as a wonderful little, uh, yeah, a wonderful moment at the next takeover event that they do. Yeah, that would be amazing. Or even, Still even ties that if... into main roster continuity. Then. Absolutely, yeah. Um, even if they didn't have it as like a big entrance at the start, as if like maybe Duke and Shafir start interfering in the match, and then Asker and Sane come out as a surprise, just like run in and get mm. rid of Duke and Shafir to allow EO to win, that would be class. Yeah, that would be great. I'd be well down for that. So I yeah I, I'm optimistic about this. As I said before, like I've, I've got faith in NXT. Mm-hmm, it's a, sure. it's a, it's a brand. It's, it's like trusting Gato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you look, it's like, why did you do that, Gato? But mm-hmm. it always pays off. And yeah. you're like, oh, I see why you did that, Gato. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of in that same mold with, tri- like with Triple H and NXT, being mm-hmm. like, I don't know why you've quite done this at the moment, but I trust that you're on the right path. Yep. And I just think that you are going to be making some smart choices here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps that's a wrong way for me to look at it, but I have faith. I haven't been let down yet. No, I've not been let so, down. Absolutely. No. Why not? Uh, 
Andy Datsink, we have some super chats. Suits, suits, super chats. Just go. Uh, so when I did that rubbish Australian accent for Tomo, mm-hmm. uh, I suggested that pe- other people, if they want me to do an accent, uh, <laughs> that's a put, terrible put idea. Terrible accents in brackets, and someone called B has just put terrible accents in brackets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so uh, that's that's. Thank you for thank you for that B. Thank uh, you, Yosey Pfkskef. Says, how'd you feel about Murphy versus Kofi at a lesser pay per view? Uh, a lesser pay per view. <laughs> lesser pay per view. Lesser pay per view. Um, I'd like to see it at a major pay per view, but that's just me. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I, I guess what you mean, like when you say lesser pay per view, you mean like a B level. It's it's a B show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than a rather than a SummerSlam or a exactly Rumble or a and I think that's whatever. probably the the best time to give Murphy that first shot. Yeah, and I would say. I'm well into it. Yeah, I'd absolutely they'd love have that. A killer match. Yeah, I mean, they yeah super would. into it. They're given enough time in the right story, they be they tear the house down. That's yeah, that's a good point. As long as it's got the right a good story surrounding it as well, mm-hmm. I'm well into it. Yeah. Uh, chance for you to do a bit of a plug here, Luke. Uh, Jobber.jj496 says May the seventh. Where can I stay after Prince Charles Cinema is over? Uh, so I'm assuming you're coming in from outside of London. Uh, what for? Uh, well, sorry, yes, because we're doing... Thank you, Dazzin. Uh, <laughs> Wrestle Talk Live is happening on May 7th at the Prince Charles Cinema in London's fashionable Leicester Square, Bougie, where <laughs> we're going to be holding a screening of the David Arquette classic, Ready to Rumble, uh, the film that was produced in part by WCW in their dying days, their dying years, and it features all loads of WCW stars. It is a... Bad, bad movie. It's terrible. It's a very, very bad movie, but mm. we're so, so excited to screen it, and we're going to be hold, uh, doing a live podcast afterwards where we're going to be showing clips and stuff from Arquette's wrestling career and kind of talking about its impact on the wrestling industry as a whole. So we're really, really excited for it. To answer your question of where to stay, there are so many hotels around <laughs> Leicester Square. Like, it is... It, it is littered with with hotels. You could probably get fairly cheap as well, I mean, by London standards, of course. Um, because the... Uh, Fright Fest, which is a, a horror film festival that I, I frequent every year, uh, with the exception of last year because I was on my honeymoon. Um, Weddings? Damn you, wife! I got to see Fright Fest. <laughs> and people come from all over the country and all over the world to, to go to Fright Fest, and it's a, it's a five day event. So there's people are always staying in hotels and staying in places around there. Airbnb, check that out as well. There'll mm-hmm. be plenty of places for you to stay afterwards, and particularly because we'll likely be going for drinks afterwards as well, like we did after the last Ooh. screening. Um, so we'll be going to probably the Phoenix Club or something like that, the Phoenix Wright Club, uh, for a few drinks after the screening. Awesome. Uh, yes, sorry right, for is. anyone who's getting an echo. We might have to sort that out, but apparently they're getting an echo through my mic from you when you talk loudly. Um, no, it, it's, just, it's just a glitch in the system. It's, yeah. it's something it happens. that happens. It happens intermittently. Yeah. And right. it's, it's, a, it's difficult for us to fix because there's no consistent pattern for why it happens. I've recorded on my own in this room with both other microphones turned off, mm. and it still creates an echo. Right. Yeah. So no, we've no it's idea. It's just weird. It's just weird. Um, it, five it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> some people suggesting, not Super Chat, but some people suggesting that maybe if Kyrie and Asuka win the women's tag belts very quickly, then that could give them a reason to put Kyrie back on NXT. NXT. So absolutely not the worst That's idea. Not a bad shout. Yeah. Really, really not the worst idea. Especially if the gimmick is you're meant to be defending them across all yeah. three brands, and that just isn't happening at the moment. Yeah. Yep, definitely not. That's a great idea. Um... Yeah. Tomo, who's Tomo. the only person Tomo. who's taken my accent thing seriously, uh, has suggested one for this in Russian. 
here we go. So, God, no. I feel like this is a terrible idea. This is a shocking this idea. This is the only one. I feel like this is a terrible... It was a terrible idea to begin with. Yeah, it was. I won't do it. Good. Since Buddy Murphy is on SmackDown, what do you think will have the... Who do you think will have the best matches with him? Uh, I'd have to have a look. I've still got the list of WWE personnel up, thankfully. Lovely. Uh, so I can have Scroll a look. SmackDown. Who have we got here that can have some really good matches with him? Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, uh, Balor... Uh, Kevin Owens, Carl Anderson, Kofi Kingston, uh, Roman, Samoa Joe, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura. There is so much talent in WWE. It's kind of ludicrous. Ungodly amount of talent. Yeah, it really is. And, I've uh, and Chad Gable is a name I accidentally skipped over. Yeah, I think if I had to pick one out of all of those, I think I'd go with Balor. Yeah. Like, if they give him enough time and it's over like the IC belt and a solid-ish story, I don't think that they need, even need like a top, top story. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be class. It will be absolutely class. Yeah. I'll be honest, Buddy Murphy is so good. I could have said any... Ali is another one. I could oh, have said God, Lee, yeah. God, I, I could have said he was there. anyone on this list. Epico. He'll have a, <laughs> he'll have a five-star match with Epico. <laughs> he'll have a five-star match with... I'm going to pick another. Otis. Otis Dozovich. He's going to have <laughs> a barn burner match with Otis Dozovich. He's that good. Yeah. Why not? Gautam Kumar uh, was the one who mentioned the audio. And uh, what should Roman do for Money in the Bank? I'm pretty sure it's Elias, but... Um, it might not be Elias. He I might be in the Money in the Bank Elias. match. Mm. Which would make the worst use of him, to be honest. Yeah, to him into I the think that would be bank. really good. Yeah, to have yeah. him in the Money in the Bank match, yeah. Because it's always an exciting match. I think Roman could have some fun spots in there as well with his moveset that he's got. Yeah. Or, uh, as, as Randall said, maybe he'll just be... He'll have a match with Elias that will be... Rest hole. It'll, be, it'll, it'll go Wait. 11 to 12 minutes and it'll be rest holds and chin locks and he'll put a knee in the back hmm. Ooh, and then 90% of the way through 10 minutes into this 11 minute match <laughs> and then we'll get the uh, ooh, ooh, uh, Superman punch spear and Roman wins yes I think he'd be quite good at climbing ladders slowly as well he's he'd be quite good at climbing will, ladders yeah, really. he'll be so good at climbing ladders slowly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vincent Slater has donated to ask do you think Vince will change Buddy Murphy's name to just Buddy funny enough actually I was thinking that as well yeah yeah we joked about this on the Saturday show because we obviously pre-recorded that and it's going to go out uh, on Saturday um, yeah we were saying it's either going to be Buddy or it's going to be Murphy and we were trying to decide which name was worse Murphy experience to be, called yeah, I, Murphy to be experience. either just called Murphy That's or bad. Buddy they're both terrible and here's my thinking. When I hear Buddy, and Ollie said the same thing, I think of the elf. The elf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not true. sure if I'm trying to think of a really cool badass wrestler, I'm thinking mm. of a guy who likes hugs. Yeah. You know, uh, well, Bailey. Well, yeah, yeah, but she's not a badass wrestler. <laughs> but she likes hugs. She does like a hug. <laughs> you know, I don't want to think someone who's going to pick up the phone and say, what's your favorite color? Yeah. M similarly, when I see, hear Murphy, I think Robocop. <laughs> I think Murphy. It's you. <laughs> so maybe, I, you know, and I would imagine Robocop's better. I'd imagine in a fight, Robocop would beat Buddy the Elf. Possibly. So, possibly. Yeah. I mean, he's slower, but I still <laughs> think he would win the fight. So yeah, maybe Murphy is better Murphy than Buddy. Murphy might be better. Hmm. Um, there is a, a slight trend with the, uh, the talent that's been given one name, though, is that they're all kind of foreign heels. Apart from uh, Ali. Well, I, I say, okay, not foreign heels. In Vince's eyes... <laughs> Foreign. Okay. There we go. So having two names and you're foreign. Something that different just about work. you. Yeah, it just doesn't work. So even though Buddy Murphy is foreign because he's from Australia, he's not. Like Tomo. 
Um, uh, yeah, he, although, he still speaks very good English. So. Otis Dozovich. Mm. I suppose that's a foreign sounding name, though, isn't it? It's a foreign it? sounding yeah. name. Otis Dozovich. I can see this be like, no, that doesn't make sense. Otis! More super chats, please. Yes. Antonio Koo has donated 249 Filipino pesos. I don't know how much that is. That's no but, idea, and I don't you. and I don't no. care. And well, then that's a very generous donation. Yes, Thank you so I agree. much. I just saw 249 pop up. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, who would you book for Murphy's main roster feud? Ali, maybe? Love Russell Talk. Keep up the consistent consistency. Much love from the Philippines. I love that Buddy Murphy is dominating the chats today. Yeah, that's I love it. Great. That's great, great, awesome. great. Um, Finn Balor, you've sold me on that completely. Yeah. We were talking earlier, like, I can't remember if I've recorded so much today. I can't remember if I was talking to you about it or I was talking to Ollie about it. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Balor drop the belt. Not, okay. Uh, sharpish seems like a harsh word, but sharpish. Yeah. <laughs> because I'd rather see him in that main... I want him to elevate up to main event level. Okay. I think he's too good to be stuck in mid-card matches. Yeah, fair enough. With the mid-card belt. Mm-hmm. I want to see him elevated up into the main event. And the perfect person to get that belt off him and really establish himself up on that main roster would be Buddy Murphy. So I'm yeah. going with Buddy Finn. Yeah. Murphy but, Finn. Uh, m- m- <laughs> the Murphy experience of Finn. Uh, yeah, I think Murphy Finn definitely works. And I think it'll be a, a great feud. For his first one, they could do something like, um, I forget the person that donated, that they said was Ali. Uh, because they already have history on 205 Live when they were both there, mm-hmm. and they put on absolutely classic matches when they were there, so they could build off that kind of history together and be like, hey, look, we're both on SmackDown now. We're both, I can say, bigger and better, but you know what I mean. Um, so they could play off that into a, into a, just a first feud for Murphy, uh, who could then maybe beat Ali, although that would... Uh, it's not great for Ali. He hasn't won much. But, He's had a bad um, 2019 yeah. as old, as old <laughs> and Ali. Then, uh, yeah, and then he could maybe go up and and then face Finn for the title after that. I I, I wouldn't be opposed to either. Is it true that Ali's not won a match this year? Has he? No, he lost again on last week. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Say. Still he's, not won a match. He's lost everything, including his first name. Mm. He's had a bad year. Mental. Bad year for Ali. Uh, Kevin says, "What do you think of the few NXT stars who went to NXT UK brackets like Casey Kilimanjaro? <laughs> uh, do you think some will come to NXT?" from NXT UK, who, hashtag, done for champ. I think that's a great... I mean, I'll be honest, I'm actually a bit surprised that Pete Dunne wasn't one of the main roster call-ups. Yeah. I really, really thought he might have been. Meltzer wrote in the Observer that he thought that it was because they realised that they haven't really done much with NXT UK. And no! They, they need, <laughs> need someone to, uh, to push it. It's almost as if it was just created for cynical reasons. Mm. Mm. Um, who could say? Yeah, might, some might say. Uh, yeah, so who from NXT UK would I like to see go across to NXT? Uh, I'm going to be um, a total heel here. I'm going to say Cassius Ono is who I'd like to see go from NXT UK to NXT. Um, no, but I'd like to see. I'd love to see Walter in NXT. Yeah, that'd be great. I that would he'd be, be have, he'd have amazing class. takeover matches. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's Rhea a great Ripley. show, yeah. yeah. I think she's going to be one of those people that just bypasses everything that just goes up to that main yeah. roster. Yeah. She's another one I'm surprised it didn't go up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Tony yeah. Storm's another one. Tony really Storm. good talent in NXT UK. Zach yeah. Gibson, someone I'm going to get to bat for as well. Oh, yeah. Liverpool's yeah, number one. Great show. Yeah, uh, Ring Profits Wrestlecast says, Shane Strickland versus ACH will be great. Hashtag, it's coming. Yeah, and it will it be is. soon, yeah, because Shane Strickland <laughs> was announced uh, today's uh, part of the, the Performance Center along with Kushida and Garza Jr. Yes. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. That, that's what I mean. Like, we were saying that it needs some sort of like main roster, not main roster, main 
uh, main event kind of freshening up. Mm-hmm. You've got some new uh, undercard that can be bubbling along with some Absolutely. of those new sidings. Excuse me. Uh, so, they, yeah, that's a great shout. Yeah. And lastly, um, donated to say, why does everyone love Shayna Baszler so much? Her matches are always very clunky and her selling is pretty sloppy. That is from me. From you? Yeah, I don't like her. Why don't you like it? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry for the <laughs> silly reasons you just gave. No, no, and silly reasons. I, th- I think she's incredibly uh, stiff in her not in in her move set, but in her selling. She, I don't know. I just really can't get on board with her. I disagree cool. so much, man. Uh, you you are very entitled to have your opinion. Just know that your opinion is wrong. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I I I would just disagree. Yeah, I, I, I think she's. So I know lots of people really like her. I just I never I, got that invested in her. I, I strongly yeah. disagree with yeah. that. Um, just just because I wasn't a fan of her initially. The first time I saw her wrestle, I was like. Don't know about this. Her first takeover match, I was like, no, completely sold now. Yep, she's great. Uh, I think she's evolved so much over time because the first time I saw her wrestle, I was like, yeah, she is a bit green. She's a bit, mm, she's not quite right there. But she's evolved so much now to the point where she is, I think, one of the best wrestlers they have in WWE. Full stop. I like wrestlers when they feel real. Yeah. And she feels real. She's so crisp in the ring. I like the way that she locks in submissions. I like the way that she moves around the ring. I think she has got superstar presence about her as well. She does. I think that's the main thing. She just has a presence about her, and every movement and move that she does fits into her character and builds upon that character. Yeah. It's great. You don't even watch NXT normally, Pete. Um, <laughs> Meltzer said that as she's, th- she's, she's 38, 39, so yeah, he's wondering they're going to have to do it soon because she's not going to be... A- uh, but I think Meltzer is in that old-school mindset of like... And it's you know there's certainly nothing wrong with being in this mindset supposed to a degree when you like back in the 90s if you were 38 you were practically ready to retire because like <laughs> yeah. you look at like the british bulldog in 1999 was 38 and he could barely move and mm. he couldn't walk and then he was it was a sad sack of potatoes but 38 now is so young mm. Valor's like 38 and he doesn't feel like he's nearing 40 mm. like aj styles is I in his close. 40s right yeah like he doesn't feel like he is though so exactly i, I get what Meltzer's saying but i i think that's i think that's an old school mindset yeah and and even if she's only on the only on the main roster for something like three four years, that is plenty for her to establish herself as like a long term name that people will remember. Mm. Even if she only is there for four years, which is so much time. It, yeah, like the way she moves around the ring, you don't look at it as like, gosh, she's old. Yeah, oh, exactly. Need to pull yeah. the trigger on her mm. soon. And then you look at someone like Minoru Suzuki, <laughs> who just <laughs> is always young and yeah. never ages. Sure, I, I'm I'm actually. Yeah, I keep forgetting that Basler is thirty-eight. Yeah, I would, I would have said she's probably in her like early thirties. Yeah, I would have said late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, there was just no. He also suggested it was just because she doesn't look like a W. I think like that's probably superstar. more the mm. reason. I think that, that that's yeah. Vince has got a certain type that he likes. He likes yeah. women to look a certain way, and it's um, and this is no secret either. This was I can't remember who wrote about this in her book, um, but and it's been talked about a lot that Johnny Ace has said to women in WWE in the past, and this has been a long-standing thing, if you get breast implants, you will go further in your career. Yeah. And that's one of... It's speculated it's one of the reasons why Peyton Royce got them done. Mm-hmm. Because it will get her further in her career. And... Where's the proof of that? Well, yeah. I mean, she's won the titles now, isn't she? So it's... Uh, Vince is going to look at her and go, oh, you don't look like a bikini model. Yeah. I don't know what to do with you then. 
Mm. And I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if, if that was one of the cases. Which would suck. Which is, if that's it would the reason. suck. Uh, so this email comes in from Stu. It is a WrestleTalk Get Better. He says, the hi. Disco Stu. He says, <laughs> Disco Stu <laughs> does not advertise. This is uh, for, to Luke, Ollie, and Laurie. Deliberate full stop. I'm sure he meant to include of course, yeah. Uh, I emailed you recently with 80% facts on crisps. Still slightly gutted uh, that someone fact-checked it. Now, someone someone tweeted me about the fact-check. Right. Like, I didn't fact-check it myself. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But apparently someone had, like, had questioned walkers about it as well, and mm-hmm. they answered, so... Hey, who knows? That's the fact check, unfortunately. That's the fact check. I'm sorry, yeah. I also said I'd write in with a wrestle talk got better. Hopefully, this connects to some inspiration for Ollie's marathon. Mm. Well. And for any of your pod swafters going through hard time right now, it's a bit long, so feel free to edit if you read this out. Here we go. Well, I've not edited it. Okay. So here it is. Cool. Let's rewind to 2015 when I had, quote, a bad year. I was 35 and was hit with stage four bowel cancer, which oh spread my to God. my liver, had a massive operation to remove half of my liver, and then seven months of chemotherapy. It wasn't even a good cancer caused by heavy drinking and a life of excess, but just one of those random things that occur for no apparent reason. However, I was in the immediate aftermath of my operation as... However weak I was in the immediate aftermath of my operation is totally indescribable. The chemo was simply brutal. Incidentally, if you ever know someone dealing with cancer and want to know what treatment might be like for them, read this example piece about the mountain lion in your fridge. Uh, It's linked to that, which is a... um what uh, that Lauren did next.co.uk or what Lauren did next.co.uk uh, article. And needless to say, it was a pretty grim time. I spent most of the year sat on my backside at home feeling ill and tired and looking for things to brighten up my day. There were some brighter moments even in that tough year, and flippant though it may sound, wrestling was one of those. I found getting properly back into wrestling hugely cathartic, and the shows and wrestling podcasts were a big boost that became part of my routine and something I look forward to each week. This is where I came across Wrestle Talk and the squash in the previous guys, which is now part of my life. Fast forwarding, my chemo finished near the end of 2015. The subsequent scan showed no evidence of disease, which is their way of saying that you probably don't have cancer. I suppose that's a positivity, uh, that's as positively as they can frame it. I'm now just over four years post-op and three and a half years from finishing chemo, and the frequency of scans has fallen, which is a happy indication that my risk of reoccurrence has dropped. In that time since finishing chemo, I started taking up running. Local park runs are a great, it's a great way to do this, and got married in 2016 and had a baby last year. My, how different my life is to how I felt in 2015. Uh, so there will be podswafters out there right now who, one way or the other, is going through a tough time. My WrestleTalk get, Wrestle get Better message to them is twofold. First, stick at it. If you ride out the tough times, things can improve in the future. If you can work and exercise a goal and a positive outlook too, then that's even better. Second, time spent doing these things you enjoy is better than time spent doing rubbish things, he says. A naughty word. I'm, I'm <laughs> I've self-edited your uh, email there, Stu. I hope you don't mind. Um, not a hugely insightful revelation, but a simple statement worth remembering. Getting back into wrestling gave me something I enjoyed to focus on when things were tough and I've stayed with it ever since even starting to go to local indie events PCW is my local my final message to you two or three or 3.5 thank you for what you do I don't think enough people say thank you for the things that they appreciate and after my 2015 I've started to try and do this much more it's clear how much time and effort you put into this channel and you should know how appreciated it is by so many so anyway thank you again that's from Stu Thank that, you so much, man. That was lovely. And what a, a huge congratulations to you as yeah. well. I'm so glad that everything is on the mend now. Cancer sucks. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's any... Um, God, that, yeah. That's not a hot take no. uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. Um, but, yeah, 
Well done to you, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. um, and congratulations on wife and baby as well. Absolutely, yeah. Right, well, let's have some 80% facts before Ooh, yeah. we get out of here. Uh, this one comes in from Macca. It says, Dear Owen, Davis, Blake, Quinnell, and not Datsun, hey. the rat son. Listening to Ollie talk about his marathon and saying that walking isn't exercise reminded me that something that one of my science teachers once told me. He said that you burn around 0.5 calories for every pound during each hour of sleep. What? Mm. He said that you burn about 0.5 of a calorie for every pound during each hour of sleep. Right. I don't know what it uh, is for walking, but I'm sure you lose more while walking. So walking is an exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's saying for every pound that you have, you yeah, lose yeah, 0.5 yeah. a calorie. God, that sounds... I don't that's... know. I don't know, man. But that, a sci- It's an 80% fact. A science teacher did say it. <laughs> he may have misremembered it. Perfect 80% fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, apparently walking is exercise. Thank you for all the hard work, especially over many weekend. Keep up that sweet, sweet consistency. Nice. Bonus 80% fact that I don't think is true. Peeing on your feet in the shower makes them smell less. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have no idea of the logic of that, but sure. Leave that one there. Yeah. Hey, man, if it helped jellyfish stings, yeah, then, then who why knows, not? Who knows other what medicinal power <laughs> urine has? A um, urine soaked intro and outro. <laughs> I, do have, I do have to take uh, umbrage with uh, Ollie saying that walking is an exercise, though. Um, cause fun, I like how you're doing this fun, when he's not here. Fun, fun, yeah, fun fact. I don't know if you know, I did actually used to be a personal trainer mm-hmm. back I in did, the day. I did know that. Um, and uh, I was, d- during my, when I was getting my qualifications and that, we were trained by a guy that has, this one of the best personal trainers in the game. Uh, he's trained people such as John Travolta, Brad Pitt, Kira Knightley, like these proper like Hollywood A-listers. He, he knows his stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying he, uh, once upon a time, he had a client um, that was a rather large woman, um, and she struggled just to move in the first place. So all she, uh, all he had her do originally, he just put two chairs in a room and said, stand up from that chair, walk to that one, and sit down. And during the course of it, she just start by doing that. Obviously, they progress the exercise later and later mm. on. But just doing that, she was sweating buckets. She was That was horrible for her. Walking is exercise. Standing up and sitting down is exercise, depending on who you are. Like, it can be an exercise. You hear that, Ollie? I mean, you Just never saying. will because you don't listen to these podcasts. He won't listen to this, but we'll, we'll told him anyway. We'll tell him that when we get back to the office as well. <laughs> uh, let's have another 80% fact. This is a golf-based one. Unfortunately, Randy's not here. Oh. Um, he says, hello, Luke, Ollie, and only on Wednesdays, Randy, Andy, Datsun, because he was on the podcast <laughs> once. Uh, since Ollie is a big sports fan now... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, I just want to offer my 80% fact about golf. Okay. It is actually an acronym that sounds for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. You know, from when only Scottish men played. Cheers. Ooh, that oh, seems... that's... I don't know, though, I man, because know. it is a sport that is well behind it. Well, well behind oh. the times. Like, I used to work for a golf company uh, mm. that provided golf holiday, uh, well, holidays for golfers. Yeah. And... Um, Going around to clubhouses, it is incredible. Bearing in mind, this is like 2012, mm-hmm. 2012, 2013. There were still clubhouses that would not allow women in. Oh, my God. And would not allow, and there were courses that would not allow women to play on them because That's... those were the rules that were instilled when it was open and they're not willing to change That's them. That's disgusting. It's incredible how behind the times that yeah. sport can be. That's so ridiculous. I'm not saying that I buy into this no. 80% fact. But there is something to be said for it. it. You would have thought that the name of the sport might have been brought up once or twice since its inception 
and someone said, hey, this thing stands for something that we really don't want to do anymore. Let's change it. But then again, you said in, in recent times, mm. in, even in like 2012, the women are being excluded. So who knows? Maybe they've just kept and forgot what it stands for. I'm just going to do a quick search. Um, are you fact-checking? No, I'm not fact-checking. No, I was just curious because you know how like the NBA has the WNBA? Right, and, yeah. like, So it's like the Women's National yeah, Basketball yeah, 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 Association. Yeah. I was wondering if there was like a... A, a women's golf version of that. Well, it'll be the PGA Tour. That's it. It's the women's PGA. Yeah. yeah, it's the, it's the women's PGA. Is golf in that acronym of PGA? That's professional golf. Professional or? golf association. One yeah. would assume. So would that then be the women's professional gentlemen only <laughs> ladies forbidden <laughs> <laughs> association? <laughs> That's what I was curious about. Uh, okay. Good to sure. know. Sure. Good to know. Yeah. Right. Well, that is all we've got time for on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Ollie and I will be back for the Saturday show that we've already recorded. Um, and that it's it's not a full Saturday show. We're not doing mailbags and crap news because of the bank holiday weekend. And we're just a bit pushed for time. Uh, but enjoy it nonetheless. And we'll be back next week with more great podcast content for your ear holes. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.